0: Welcome to The Unconventional Path, Entrepreneurship and Innovation Stories and Ideas. Hi, I'm Bala Musitz.
1: And I'm Mike Wasserman.
0: So Mike, this is episode 100. Sort of a big, uh, it's a big accomplishment in the podcast world. I think it's something like less than 5% of all podcasts out there actually make it to like episode 20. Uh, and uh, even a smaller number makes it to 100 episodes. So here we are, and uh, Mike and I thought uh, on this episode we're going to be a little bit reflective and talk about some of the things we've learned, and I think also talk a little bit about uh, what we're thinking about for going forward because we want to change things up. So what do you think, Mike?
1: I think, Bela, this is a good time to to try to – You know, we've talked a lot about pivoting over the last 100 episodes, right? We've talked to so many people. Um, The reason why the path they were on is unconventional is because something happened where they had to pivot their career, their life. Sometimes it was job related. Sometimes it was family related. But we always saw these pivots. And we decided, I think, to, to kind of take a cue from that. And, um, and so, yeah, so we're going to spend a little time reflecting today on kind of at least what our takeaways have been over the last 99. Uh, and there's been a lot I've learned so much Bela. And I didn't know that we would do this for so long when you kind of talked me into starting this. Um, but our listenership, you know, it's not huge, but it's grown slowly, slowly and surely. And there's certainly, I mean, some people out there that I know that are listening and, but there's a bunch of new people that I've never met. And it's really kind of cool that, we have something reasonable enough to say that people are saying yeah I'll I'll spend an hour a week on this. Um so it's really um humbling and gratifying. So we'll try to to put some of that together but we're also at the end kind of talk through what we think our next steps are going to be. We're going to take a little break and we're going to come up with a a new format and, and and keep things fresh and and interesting and innovative, yeah? Yeah. So exactly. So Bela, what are your big takeaways from the episodes we've done so far?
0: So, to me, one of the amazing things was that this podcast has given us the opportunity to have conversations with really, really interesting and innovative people. Uh, To me, that was, it it, it goes back, I guess, to that curiosity, right? I mean, every time I, I talk to somebody, it would be like, wow, man, look at what you've done, or like, how did you come up with that idea, or you know what what was driving you to do that there was just sort of so much sort of interesting things and sort of awe inspiring things that that folks have done uh, and you know look we we're, we're not talking about people who who are who are curing cancer or or you know doing these big world changing things many of these folks are small business folks right and they're and they're mowing lawns or they have a business that you know mows lawns or they have a business that that sells various different merchandise uh, or that runs a cafe or a coffee shop. they are things that are all within our own reach, right? They're all things that every one of us could do if we wanted to and we had the drive and the commitment and the desire to and the willingness to take that first step. And I think to me, the number one thing that I've learned is that all of these folks had the willingness, the bravery Uh, whatever you want to call it, to take that first step and to try it, and then to see what happens, learn from it, and then take the next step. That to me was the number one takeaway for me.
1: So Bela, I I couldn't agree more with you. Um, And it really is amazing in that uh, we saw so many different people just make the commitment to you know, essentially being their own boss. They had an idea that they could provide something of value to people and do it as their, as their living. For a lot of people, it started as kind of a side gig or a side hustle or a consulting gig and it eventually turned into full time work. Uh, we talked to all kinds of people that had a better idea on how to do something and decided to start it themselves. Um, we had a bunch of people that something bad happened in their life and they needed to make a change and this was it. Um, so, you know, one of the things is, is there's no, one driver of successful entrepreneurs. There's no one way to do this the right way. There's lots of different ways. And we talked to so many different people that took so many different approaches and they were successful. There's lots of ways to fail too. I don't want to sugarcoat it. Um, but, you know, to me, it's like if your idea is good and you validate that, you surround yourself with smart and good people, they give you good guidance and good advice, um, and you're willing to work really hard at it, that there's a high probability of success. A lot of the failures um, that I see is that, they, people just think that it's, again, like I tell people, you're your own best customer and you're not. It's you have to make sure that other people want to buy what you're selling. Other people value it, that what you're doing is unique, right? We've talked through a lot of these things. And if you can do that, there's resources and capital available. There's people that will help you and support you either for free, like with mentors, or like we've always said, get a good accountant and get a good lawyer, right? Right. Um, and it's doable. And I think that's the amazing thing that we saw is all these people that thought they could do it and they did it. And most of them failed the first time or two, right? This is true. Um, and, and built it up again, but, but yeah, it's an, it's an incredibly powerful statement to be able to say, I own my own business, right? I think that people take a lot of pride in that and it's pretty scary, but just amazing. And just, yeah, I think just the diversity of ways to do it has been really remarkable. Yeah, I agree. other thoughts I, that you have.
0: I, I think the other big key takeaway is this notion, uh, you know, we saw we we talked to very few truly solo acts. People who were working only by themselves with with no other sort of uh people that were part of their business or part of their endeavor. Um there, I think there was one or two, but most of them had at least one other person Sort of one other one other individual they surrounded themselves self with oftentimes many more people uh, to help them move this business forward, and they were open to those other individuals' ideas and concepts and ideas. So I think the other key takeaway is this notion of building that team, however big or small it may be, but being very careful about building that team and 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 surrounding yourself with individuals who think differently than you do and being open to that because they bring that to the table, right? If you have, if you surround yourself with individuals who think exactly like you do, then people are not bringing a lot of value uh, to the, to the conference room table when you have those meetings and conversations. So I think hiring is really a big key element and component of this. And it's something that I think the, the, the successful entrepreneurs, you know, talked about frequently, where they said this is, this is a real challenge. And I remember uh, Darren Janelle talking about it, specifically saying one of the great things about what they've learned from the COVID experience is working remotely actually works pretty darn well. And you can make it work, right? If, you're, if you have to make it work, you can make it work. and But what he said was that all of a sudden now, I can recruit people to work in my business anywhere from around the world, so I can really find the best person in the United States to do this, as opposed to finding the best person in upstate New York to do this, <laughs> right? All of us or within an hour drive of where my business is. So, th- so this notion of, of taking advantage of the technology enables people to hire better people. Uh, and that's a good thing both for the employer and the employee. All of a sudden, you have a much larger marketplace to draw from. And I think taking advantage of that here is another another great thing
1: and yeah, now bela the the flip side of this is culture. People and culture go hand in hand, and it's not clear, you know is do great cultures bring in great people, or do great people create great culture? And I think the answer to that is really it's like walking. one foot goes in front of the other. They need to reinforce each other. Um, and a lot of our guests talked about the importance of having a strong culture. Uh, and that goes along with this idea of disagreeing respectfully, of compromise, um, of being willing to admit you're wrong. We've heard a lot of these things. Um, people that go the extra mile for their customers, their coworkers is really important. Um, and again, the, the point we talked a lot about in the last few months is, is kind of working online is how do you maintain that culture in an online environment? How do you keep that strong culture of trust and of uh, willingness to disagree and willingness to go the extra mile um, when you're not in the same place? Yeah. And that's a big challenge, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think but to stay on the culture topic for a second, the, the 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 notion of developing and building your culture is a conscious decision. Not only did people think about it, they took action to make it happen. So mm-hmm. they did certain things within their business that drove the culture in a certain way. And then what happens is as you're building that culture, it sort of self-selects people who work in, who for for whom that culture works well. So so it it helps you then reinforce it, and and understanding that it's that culture may not be for everyone, and that it's okay to move on. Uh, that's a good thing for the employer. It's a good thing for the employee. Oftentimes, so I think that this notion of culture. So it's not just thinking about it; it's actually taking action to drive it and ensure that it's the culture you want and, and making a conscious decision about the type of culture you want to have. And then, and then putting together action plans and activities and, and policies that reinforce that culture. Cause it won't happen by itself. A culture yep. will happen by itself. You will end up with a culture. <laughs> so the question right. Here are is lots
1: of, ex- yeah, Yeah, we heard lots of examples of you have to go out of your way to check in with your employees to make sure they're okay, to make sure you're providing them with the resources that they need to be successful, um, to make sure that you're reinforcing the messages that uh, I mean, you you have to care about them, A. And B, you have to make sure they know you care about them um, and that all these things are so and you have to keep doing that again and again and again. And it's really a challenge uh, to make the time um, to not be always paying attention to your customers, but being attention. Paying attention to your employees because they're ultimately the ones that are dealing with the customers on a day-to-day basis. So it really is an amazing challenge that 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 and and something we saw in lots of different ways. Great leaders that um, that did good things with their employees uh, through lots of hard work. It's not easy. Yeah, for
0: sure. What other are there any other takeaways we want to kick around here today, Mike?
1: I mean, maybe the last thing um, to talk about is this idea of flexibility and responsiveness because it's something that we heard a lot of too That um, and we started talking about that with the pivot, right? It might be a, a nice way to close is knowing, listening enough, not being in love with your own ideas enough that there might be a better way to do things, listening to your employees, listening to your customers and not being afraid to take some risks even in a successful business that you continue to innovate and grow. You continue to do experiments Uh, you know, we talked about with some people that bought new businesses or made investments in other companies. Uh, we talked about company people that hired people that had expertise in way different areas to bring them in, uh, to their company, to hired consultants or gig workers even to bring in some new ideas. Uh, so you really have to be open, I think, to new ideas and open to evolving your business. Uh, otherwise you're going to get your lunch eaten by somebody else who's going to think of that better way. So, once an, always entre- once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur, right? Once an innovator, always an innovator. You always have to have the next idea kind of percolating. Um, and sometimes it's within the same business. Uh, we talked early on to people who pivoted from right, coffee shops to co-working spaces, for example, right? There's all kinds of ways that, that you can do this. So I think that's a, one of the most important takeaways for me is this idea of flexibility and responsiveness to the world around you. Yeah,
0: I agree. And talking about pivots, I think that's a nice entree into the next thing we want to talk about, and that is this podcast. Uh, So episode 100 is a big milestone for us. And um, we've been thinking about uh, pivoting this podcast, uh, changing it up some way. Uh, We're not quite sure what that's going to embody yet. Mike and I are kicking some various ideas around, and we don't want to get out ahead of ourselves and talk about those in any specific way. Um, But we're going to try something new. And, uh, I think what we do know is it's most likely going to be a little shorter. It's not going to be the typical 45 to 60 minute podcast. It'll probably be more in the somewhere between 10 to 20 minute, uh, version. Uh, we also think that it will probably be in the same general topical area, right? Which is business and entrepreneurship. We're, we're not going to start a podcast about roasting coffee beans. I don't think, uh, or making beer. Although maybe Mike, you would like that,
1: um, Both. Both are hobbies.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And I think it's probably going to be, you know, topics that uh, Mike and I are sort of curious about and interested in, which uh, which which is a a broad range of things. And uh, so that's sort of what we're thinking about. What else do you want to add to that, Mike?
1: I think stay tuned. I think we'll take a couple of months to develop and test out some ideas and validate them. Uh, and then what we're going to, I think, try to do is put things out in a set. So you can kind of like Netflix, you can listen once a week or you can binge watch, uh, and it'll have a little more focus. And I think that'll be fun for both of us and hopefully useful and valuable for the listeners. So, um, you know, take a couple months off, retool, rethink, experiment, innovate, validate, and, uh, hopefully come up with something really cool sometime in the fourth quarter of, uh, 2020.
0: Yeah. So that's sort of the extent of our plan. Um, we really like to thank all of our listeners, uh, for the hundred episodes that we have done and, uh, the folks that have listened and given us feedback and comments, it's been very, very rewarding. Uh, and we hope that you'll stand by and tune in again. Uh, if you have subscribed to the podcast, uh, when the new episodes, uh, start being, uh, released, they will pop up in your feed. So that's another great reason to subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, we really appreciate uh, all of you and uh, all the listening that you've done, and uh, this certainly has been lots and lots of fun, and uh, we've really enjoyed it. And uh, uh, what would you like to add to that, Mike?
1: Well, just you know, we're as I think anybody that knows us knows that we're always open to ideas, and we're open to uh, to some, some, if there's some, uh, some of our listeners have some ideas on formats that might work really well or some topics they want us to cover. Uh, they can for sure email us and give us that those ideas. We'll be happy to share and give them credit for it too. Our email address is bela Dot and dot Mike at gmail.com. Uh, as always, we'd love to hear from you. We read each and every email and answer them as well. Um, and that's kind of the plan Bela. So, uh, we hope the listeners stick, stick around with us and, uh, Uh, If there's old episodes they haven't quite caught up with yet, now in this break will be a good time to listen to some of those oldies and goodies. Uh, And we look forward to something brand sparkling new that's cool and exciting.
0: Yeah, I agree, Mike. Well said. And uh, it sure has been lots of fun. And I'm looking forward to the next chapter in this podcast and in our collaboration. So that's it from upstate New York.
1: Thanks, Bela. It's a pleasure to work with you as always. And I look forward to the next chapter here. Uh, signing off, and Auf Zane from Münster, Germany. Thanks, Bela.